0: Better up! This is the Inland Journal podcast from Spokane Public Radio. I'm Doug Nadvornick. Hey! Make me out to the ball game! Make me out with the crowd! Thursday, April 1st is opening day for Major League Baseball. Fans will be in at least some of the parks. At T-Mobile in Seattle, where the Mariners will host the San Francisco Giants, about 9,000 people will be allowed through the turnstiles. That means no more piped-in crowd noise during the game. People will be admitted in groups of no more than eight with appropriate distancing. Masks at all times except to eat. Suites and dine-in eating areas must be no more than 25% full, and the windows are to be open, appropriate spacing and line. The minor league season will begin May 4th. Fans may remember there was no minor league baseball last year, so this is good news for the Spokane Indians Club. You know, we're anxious and grateful just to see people and uh, see fans and bring professional baseball back to the community. This is Otto Klein, the senior vice president for the Spokane Indians team, speaking on February 19th, the day that Governor Jay Inslee announced that outdoor baseball can return. You know, how are we going to do it? Well, we're working on that. We're working diligently behind the scenes uh, to see how we can uh, bring people back in a safe uh, manner. And and, we're confident we can do that. And we're going to have a plan that we can announce uh, in the coming weeks on, you know, for seeding and everything else. The addition of fans is just one change in an offseason full of change for minor league baseball teams. Major league baseball changed its relationship with the minors. Minor league teams used to have lots of autonomy. They could create their own affiliation arrangements with major league teams. And now major league baseball has said we're running the show and we'll decide which teams with which you can affiliate. Major league teams have now only four minor league affiliates as opposed to six or seven before. It's a way to control costs, and Major League Baseball eliminated a handful of entire minor leagues, including some that have played ball for several generations. This podcast is about a minor league that will stay in business, but under different circumstances. The Pioneer League currently has eight teams in four inland west states, Idaho, Montana, Utah, and Colorado. It plays a shorter season than many of the higher-level minor leagues, and its commissioner is our guest, Jim McCurdy, who lives in Spokane.
1: You know, Major League Baseball had decided they were not going to provide players to the entire short season. And they restructured some of the long, you know, full season teams. Some dropped out and they brought in some independents and so forth and so on. And big rigmarole, as you can imagine. The New York Penn League, which was a short season league, has gone anyway. Uh, The Appy League. Appy League is short for the Appalachian League. The Appy League is a wooden bat amateur league. The Northwest League, of course, six of the eight teams.
0: The Northwest League was a short-season league in Washington, Oregon, and Idaho. One of its teams was the Spokane Indians.
1: Six of the eight teams moved to uh, uh, you know, full season A, as you know.
0: The Northwest League has morphed into the West League in what is known as the High A Level. That's the third highest of the four minor league levels. The Spokane Indians have also moved to the West League and will go from a 70-game season to 120. Fans will see a more advanced level of players. Two of the eight Northwest League teams were not invited to be part of the West League.
1: Uh, Which left uh, Boise and uh, Salem-Kaiser out. Uh, I don't know what Salem-Kaiser's doing, if there's some, maybe California independent league or something. I don't know what they're doing, but we brought Boise into the Pioneer League. We are a partner league with MLB. There's a contract we have with MLB.
0: What exactly the partner league relationship means is still being determined. What is clear is that the Pioneer League will have to find and sign its own players, and it will have to pick up its own expenses in other ways.
1: No, we have the full cost of bats and balls, and uh, you know we, we were sharing in bats and balls uh, with Major League Baseball before, but uh, we'd really crunch numbers that it could be anywhere uh, uh, from probably uh, 200 to 250 to three hundred thousand. So Of course, we didn't pay any of the players in the past Major League Baseball did, or the major League team did. Uh, we didn't pay any of the managers, coaches, trainer, and so we have all those expenses, medical supplies. So that's the big thing about being independent, and it's uh, daunting.
0: Not only will it be more money, but McCurdy says it will also be more work. We're taking on many
1: more things our own, you know, uh, sponsorships and streaming and so forth and so on.
0: Jim McCurdy's wife, Marianne, is the league administrator. And Jim has moved from president of the league, where he served since 1994, to commissioner. The league has hired a president to help spread the workload. With that long service to the league, one thing Jim McCurdy has is institutional memory. He can tell you about its history all the way back to the Pioneer season's inaugural year in
1: 1939. Twin Falls had a team, Lewiston, Idaho had a team, Boise had a team, Ogden had a team, and Salt Lake and Pocatello had teams. Uh, The Pocatello team was one of Branch Rickey's St. Louis Farm Clubs. The Cincinnati Reds were in Ogden. We've had great players. Frank Robinson uh, was in the Pioneer uh, Baseball League. Uh, uh, Bob Eucher, the catcher of, of, of some note on the stage, of course, uh, uh, you know, was in Boise or Twin Falls. I, mean, I think it's probably Twin Falls, sorry. And uh, so, anyway, we had a number of, of players that went on to Major League fame. Frank
0: Robinson was a Hall of Fame player who started his career in the Pioneer League in the mid-1950s. He was later a star player on the Baltimore Oriole World Series teams in 1969, 70, and 71. He's one of the all-time home run leaders and was later the first African-American to manage a major league team. While the Pioneer League's status has changed, it at least has a future. McCurdy predicts the entity that has overseen minor league baseball for about 120
1: years will soon disappear. Everything will be run out, as I understand it, will be run out of New York, what they call the 120, the 120 teams that remain, and will be licensees, much like a McDonald's franchise or something like that. Uh, So this is a major, major change.
0: With the change in relationship with Major League Baseball, McCurdy says the minor leagues and their teams will gain some autonomy. They'll be free to make their own rules when it comes to operating. They can add or contract teams if they want. They can set the length of their seasons. The current thinking for the Pioneer League is 96 games, about 20 more than in past years.
1: We uh, don't have many of the restrictions that we had before in terms of putting advertising patches on uniforms, maybe advertising on the field, uh, perhaps not territorial restrictions for markets, those sorts of things uh, that we will, uh, we will not uh, be under. And I think there will be uh, revenue uh, streams available. For instance, we uh, could not have sold naming rights to the league before. Uh, I don't know whether we will, but uh, we probably could. But the big challenge will be finding and competing for players.
0: It used to be that pioneer league teams were assigned players by their major league affiliates. No
1: longer, we only do our own scouting and tryout camps and different things to find players. But we also uh, think that there will be unsigned players, undrafted players, and unsigned players with the major league uh, level that will be available for us. And we, uh, at this time, we project uh, a product on the field being as good or better than what we've had in the past with uh, affiliated players. These are new days, and uh, what we, we used to call minor league baseball, I don't know if we should go back and call it professional baseball now as it was before. The goal, McCurdy says, is to keep providing
0: good entertainment at a reasonable price for families, much like the Pioneer League teams and the Spokane Indians Club have done for years. The Pioneer League season is scheduled to begin in late May.
1: Take me out the ball game. Out with the crowd Oh, buy me some peanuts and crack and jack I don't care if I never get back Let me root, root, root for the whole team If they don't win, it's a shame For it's one, two, three, right You're out at the old ball
0: game You've been listening to the Inland Journal podcast produced at Spokane Public Radio. You can hear and read our stories and programs at spokanepublicradio.org. I'm Doug Nadvornik. Thanks for joining us. <laughs>